Welcome, everybody, to a Friday edition of the Jadavis Show. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Valliere. Glad to have you with us on a Friday wild card weekend uh, coming up tomorrow into Sunday. we got six games. First season with seven playoff teams from each conference. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, the winners, uh, one of the winners will get to take on the number one seeds next week in the divisional round. And uh, that would, in a wild card team, will have a chance at a second home playoff game. We've never really seen that before. Um, usually, wild card teams get one home playoff game or none uh, per postseason, but this time we are uh, in different times, I guess you could say. And uh, next year, we're going to have uh, 17 uh, regular season games. NFL is changing, always is. The wild card games are supposed to look different this year. They will. A few teams like the Buffalo Bills are expected um, to have fans, finally. Uh, Governor Cuomo of New York is letting people come into the Buffalo um, Stadium, New Era Stadium, uh, for the Bills' first home playoff game in 25 years. Obviously, 25 years ago, we did not have a pandemic that could keep fans away from football games. Um, so a lot of different storylines. Bills win the division, home playoff game, first time in 25 years. Cleveland in the playoffs, first time in 18 years, their best record in 26 years. Um, Washington with their uh, looking to win their first home playoff game in 21 years uh, and their first playoff game in 15 years. Um, they did their beat. The last team they beat in the playoffs 15 years ago was Tampa Bay. Um, so a lot on the line this weekend. I don't know if we're going to be watching the soon-to-be Super Bowl champion play this weekend. I think we very may well uh, in the Buffalo Bills, but um, we will uh, get into more of that when I do my picks. So I'm gonna. So every Friday I do my picks. I usually just blow right through them because there's 16 or like 13, at least 13 games every week to pick. But there's only six this week, so I decided to devote this entire episode to picking. Uh, this week in NFL games, you know, everybody asks me all the time, well, when you pick games, you know, you picked, um, like you picked Jacksonville some weeks, but they lost. Yeah. But I've won by picking Jacksonville before, uh, because you don't ever pick teams. I, I pick lines. Uh, there are certain lines that are juicy. Uh, so for instance, I'm going to be picking Buffalo minus six and a half. That means that I'm picking the bills to win by at least seven points on, uh, or tomorrow, excuse me, tomorrow afternoon, I'm picking Buffalo to beat the Colts by at least seven. Um, if I were picking Indianapolis plus six and a half, that means that Indianap that Buffalo could win by one to six points and Indianapolis would still be the pick. Um, they would cover, they'd still lose, but they would cover in Vegas. It's all about Vegas. It's all about that stuff. So here we go. Six playoff games. Uh, the, uh, best NFL picks provided to you by, uh, Yahoo Sports, the betting lines provided by Yahoo Sports, and the best picks provided to you by the lovely host of the Jadavis Show. Uh, so here we go. First game, these will be in order. The first game will be Buffalo and Indianapolis. Colts visiting the Bills. Uh, love the Bills, minus six and a half. That's the big play here. Look, since their week 11 bye, the Bills have scored the most points in the NFL over their last six games. They've scored 38.2 points per game. Uh, Josh Allen, last eight weeks, 21 touchdowns, six interceptions, 297 yards passing a game, and 112 pass rating. Since week 12, the Bills are first in points per game, first in points per game differential, uh, first in yards differential, and uh, 
first and double digit wins. The Bills are on an absolute tear. They're the best team in the NFL, uh, rolling in since their bye week. These are against talented defenses, like very talented defenses too. They've beaten up on the Chargers, who have some of the best corners in the league, like Chris Harris. They beat the 49ers, who have a still very talented defense and are coached very well on defense. They played Denver and Pittsburgh and New England and Miami, teams that have some pretty solid defenses. Now, Indianapolis has a very talented defense. This is another tough test for Buffalo. They've had a lot of them. Uh, they have n- they are not going to be able to stop Josh Allen this year. Deshaun Watson threw at least 340 yards in two games against Indianapolis. Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben Roethlisberger had big games against Indianapolis. They can be had. Okay, it's not like this team shuts people down. On any given week, they can be really good, um, but they also play Jacksonville twice a year. Oh, that's right. They actually... Uh, lost one of their games to Jacksonville this year. Look, Indianapolis can be had. They're on the road. Buffalo, it's a highly emotional atmosphere. They're in their home. They have a home playoff game for the first time in 25 years, a division winner for the first time in 25 years. Fans will be there. It's a highly emotional game. Bills will want to show out for their fans who haven't been able to see them ball out all season. Uh, And there's a clear quarterback deficit here, and I think that matters. I think both teams have great coaches, great general managers. What's the difference? Uh, Philip Rivers has one of the lowest ceilings in the NFL. He's a very limited quarterback. He's 39, almost 40 years old. And Josh Allen, in my opinion, has been the best quarterback in the NFL over the last two months of the regular season. Buffalo will win by the tune of 30-17 to 17 against Indianapolis. Buffalo's the play. They've been blowing everybody out. I think they do it again and win by double digits against Indianapolis. All right, number two, Rams and Seahawks. So the line is three in favor of Seattle. Uh, I'm going to give, I'm going to pick the Rams plus three here, and I'm going to pick them to win all out, and here's why. The last eight weeks, Seattle, 22.8 points per game. Okay, that is like 16th, 17th in the NFL. It's not great. I can't, I don't have the number with me. Russell Wilson in that stretch, 12 touchdown passes, five interceptions, 209 yards a game, 6.4 yards an attempt, 91 pass rating. Not great. Okay, pretty average over the last half of the season. The defense has stepped up big time in the meanwhile. Same stretch. They've given up 16 points per game in eight games. The Rams have the best defense in the NFL. Fewest yards and touchdown passes allowed. They're the third fewest rushing yards allowed. Fewest points given up in the NFL. Lowest percentage of drives allowing a touchdown in the NFL. They're also getting Andrew Whitworth back. They're probably going to get Jared Goff back. Uh, Cooper Cup will be back. Uh, And I think they have a young, very innovative, sharp head coach, Sean McVay, the big concern here, I think, is the Rams quarterback situation because if Goff doesn't play, it'll be John Walford. But if John Walford, you know, he's more mobile. I think he's harder to prepare for. Uh, Jared Goff is obviously more talented than John Walford, but in his last eight weeks, Jared Goff, eight touchdowns, nine picks, 6.6 yards per attempt, 82 pass rating. Uh, I think he looks mechanically lost, a la Carson Wentz. They started off hot, and then uh, the last couple of years, they just haven't been very good. I think this will be... Seattle is struggling to score. Okay, Russell Wilson, I believe in Russell Wilson, but they have been struggling to score. Um, I think Seattle still wins, um, but I think the Rams cover plus three. I think this is a 17-16 ball game, and I think Seattle wins tomorrow. All right, number three, Bucks washington Like it? Absolutely love Washington plus eight in this spot, and here's why. Number one, I'm a homer. I get it. I'm a little biased. I want Washington to beat the brains out of Tom Brady. That would be amazing. But here's my rationale. 
and hear me out on this. Tom Brady against winning teams this year. One and five record, including one and three when giving up three or more sacks. Ten touchdowns, nine interceptions, has a passer rating in the late 70s, and has averaging under 240 yards a game. Okay? Tampa Bay, who's around an eight-point favorite according to Yahoo Sports at Washington, is the fourth team since the 1970 merger to be a road favorite of at least six points in a playoff game. The previous three all lost outright, 2011 Steelers, 2010 Saints, 2000 Rams. The other two sub-500 division winners in NFL history, the 2010 Seahawks and the 2014 Panthers, have won the wildcard game. They're 2-0 in the wildcard round, including the most recent time was when Ron Rivera did it against Bruce Arians. Those are the two teams going head-to-head tomorrow. Ron Rivera is 2-0 against Tom Brady in his career. He's 6-2 against Bruce Arians, including 2-0 in the postseason. Alex Smith, head-to-head with Tom Brady, is 2-1. When you get Tom Brady pressured, I think this is what everybody's talking about here. When you get when Tom Brady's under pressure, he's not just average. I think he's bad. He's four and four in the playoffs when sacked four or more times, which for Tom Brady is not very good. In his last five road playoff games, Tom Brady is one and four. He's lost four of his last five road playoff games, including last two. Uh, he's lost his last two wild card games, and he has never played on the road to start the playoffs. Because what's been the secret sauce to Tom Brady? Plays in a crappy division, gets a first-round bye, and as long as you win the divisional home playoff game, boom, you're in the AFC Championship game every year, which Tom Brady was. In the regular season, according to Pro Football Reference and Pro Football Focus, Tom Brady led the NFL in bad throws, had the fourth-highest bad throw percentage in the NFL, and he's getting to face Washington. Now, I know I'm a homer. But Washington gets pressure. They're the second-ranked defense in the NFL. Opposing quarterbacks, 62.4 completion percentage, 212 yards a game, 21 touchdowns, 16 picks, 6.4 yards per attempt, and an 81 pass rating against Washington this year. They have 47 sacks. They have the fifth-most takeaways, second-most picks, second-fewest yards allowed passing, and the second-fewest passing touchdowns allowed. This I'm this has all the making of an upset here. I'm not sure if Washington wins. They will almost certainly cover, I think, but I have a feeling in it that it's going to be an ugly game. I'm going Washington with my heart. I'm going to pick Washington with my heart to barely win 17-14, but in my head, I'm going to pick Tampa to win 20-17. to I think it's a very disrespectful line to a 7-9 and division winner. Still a division winner. They're still 5-1 and when Alex Smith starts. And Ron Rivera has turned things around their last seven games. They're 5-2. and two. Uh, They're playing really inspired defense. And Alex Smith, for what it's worth, I know he's not healthy, but he's got a number one receiver, Terry McLaurin. He's got a number one back, Antonio Gibson. He's got an all-pro left guard, Brandon Sheriff, and one of the best centers in football, Chase Roulier. Okay, the offense and one of the best, I think a top five tight end, Logan Thomas. This is not that bad of an offense. They need a quarterback that can move around. If they sub in Smith for Taylor Heineke, this game could get really, really interesting. Love Washington plus eight. All right, those are the Sunday games, so I'm going to pick with the points. Buffalo, the Rams, Washington, though I think the only one of those teams I will pick will win is Buffalo. All right, Sunday, Ravens, Titans. Absolutely love the Titans at plus three and a half. Here's why. This is not a matter of who's a better team. 
a lot of times you look at records, you look at who's the better team, and you think, oh, you know, that team is 15 and one. The other team is is nine and seven. The 15 and one team's going to beat the nine and seven team. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if that's how football works? What, what, there's no point in playing the game at that point. This is not a matter of who's a better team. I think the Ravens are all around a better team than Tennessee. But this, I think, is one of the worst matchups in the NFL and the worst matchup of the playoffs. Lamar Jackson's 0-2 against Mike Vrabel and the Titans. Both games were at home. Now he's on the road. Lamar Jackson's 0-2 in playoffs. Both were at home. Now he's on the road. Ravens have given up the second most points second fewest points in the NFL, excuse me, but the Titans are built to beat them. Everyone will point. Baltimore's got the number two uh, scoring defense in the NFL. Tennessee's built to beat them. Here's why. Ryan Tannehill, league high in passer rating over the last two seasons. He's got a better passer rating the last two years than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Derrick Henry, easily the most rushing yards and rushing touchdowns in the league the last two seasons. What does that mean? Baltimore's got the second-ranked scoring defense because why? Their corners are ball hawks. They're playmakers. They capitalize on mistakes. They don't let anybody beat them deep. But guess what Tennessee does really well? They don't make mistakes. Okay, Ryan Tannehill had the bottom five in uh, interception percentage, which means he doesn't throw a lot of picks per pass. Okay, Derrick Henry, hardest running back to bring down. And the last two years, we haven't seen the Ravens' ability to do that. Lamar Jackson or the Titans against Lamar Jackson, have scored 29.5 points per game against him, and Derrick Henry has averaged 164 yards a game. Lamar Jackson doesn't win shootouts. He doesn't win games that he's behind in. Tennessee has a great script to start games. They get ahead. Lamar Jackson's flustered, and the Tennessee Titans are a very physical football team. They don't have a great defense. I think this is a horrendous matchup for the Ravens. I think they'll be competitive in the game. Ultimately, I think it it might be a shootout, but Derrick Henry has proven he can win shootouts by himself as a running back. And Ryan Tannehill, is, he led the league in passer rating last year. He was top five this year. I picked the Titans to win this game 34-28 move on to the divisional round. Again, I hate to bring up picks that reflect the past because we move on. But the past matters, okay? A game script matters. The Titans are just a better matchup for the Ravens than any other team. And that's why I'm picking Tennessee to win and cover. All right, uh, Bears and Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints minus 10 here. All odds provided by Yahoo Sports. You'll probably see another number somewhere else. But this is Yahoo Sports at the time that I looked at it. Look, the Saints have the best all-around roster in the NFL, and they match up great against Trubisky, who's 20th in passer rating, 24th in yards per attempt. He's easily rattled. He's got an average arm. He opts to tuck and run. Too, far too often, he escapes the pocket when it really doesn't make sense for him to. Uh, this is a bad matchup uh, for Mitchell Trubisky. Drew Brees is the most accurate passer in league history. He gets Michael Thomas back, Alvin Kamara's back. Saints might blow this game out. I think this will be the most lopsided game of the week. Uh, and I know never take a playoff team when they're favored by at least 10. But listen, this is a bad matchup. What, what, quarterback deficits matter, okay? I don't care. I think they both have pretty good defenses. New Orleans is better. Uh, both have pretty good running games. New Orleans is better. Where's the big difference? It's quarterback. It's head coach. They've got a much better quarterback, New Orleans does, than Chicago, and that's why the Saints, I think, will win this game. I think the Saints will win this game around the tune of 35-17. to 17. 
Uh, and the points for Chicago will come in garbage time in the fourth quarter from Mitchell Trubisky. Won't spend a lot of time on that. It's pretty obvious. This is my pick of the week right here, by the way. My last one, Browns and the Steelers. Picking the Browns plus six. Here's why. These two teams are on opposite trajectories right now. Cleveland or Pittsburgh, the last five games, is one and four, averaging 19.8 points per game, minus three turnover differential, and Big Ben's pass rating in that span is at 82. Big Ben, last 10 games, 5.9 yards per attempt, lowest in the league. The Steelers are fading really fast, and they just lost to Cleveland last week. Maybe that doesn't mean anything. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Cleveland's last eight games. They're 6-2. and two. They have the third most rushing yards in the NFL over that span. And Baker Mayfield is the big X factor. I know the Browns have a great running game. Okay, I know they got nice possession receivers. I know they got an excellent pass rush. Here's the difference. It's Baker Mayfield. Since the play that Odell Beckham got injured back in Week 7 against Cincinnati, Baker Mayfield stats reads as follows. 64 completion percentage, 7-3 and three record, 16 touchdowns, 1 pick, 103 passer rating. And I keep hearing, oh, Cleveland won't have Kevin Stefanski. Cleveland won't have their head coach. Yeah, big deal. The line on this game moved by almost a point when Kevin Stefanski was declared out for the game. A point for a head coach with Joel Batonio, one of the best left tackles in the NFL. Or, right, I don't know, one of the best linemen in the NFL. They lost depth at wide receiver. They lost depth at on deep and corner. They lost people. Line moved by a point. And their coach. What happened? Coaches aren't as huge a deal as you think. Andy Reid was a genius. He went 16 years between Super Bowl appearances. Why? Because he didn't have the quarterback. He had guys like Nick Foles and Michael Vick and Alex Smith. Okay. Yeah, he was a genius. He didn't have a quarterback, so he wasn't a genius for about 16 years. Sean Payton's great. Everyone reveres him. Offensive genius. His offense without Drew Brees this year, kind of hard to watch with Taysom Hill. They were winning very low-scoring games the past couple of years with Taysom Hill and Teddy Bridgewater. They usually blow teams out with Drew Brees. Kyle Shanahan's a genius, right? No, he's 7-27 and without Jimmy Garoppolo in his career. The quarterback drives the bus, not the coach. They have the most impact on a game. A quarterback does. There's no excuses for Baker Mayfield right now. You just beat this team. They're your hated rivals. You have the better run game, better O-line, uh, equally good pass rush. Baker Mayfield needs to win this game. They've got all the momentum. The Steelers have very little momentum. They've lost to teams with losing records over the last month, like Washington and Cincinnati. Okay, I think these two teams are on totally different trajectories. For some reason, nobody is feeling the Browns this week. I watch the people on social media. I watch the regular TV media. Everyone's saying, oh, Pittsburgh's going to blow them out. Okay. I like betting against the people. I like betting against the media because usually the media and the people are wrong. Juju Smith-Schuster is talking about how these are the same old Browns. He's given them plenty of bulletin board material. That matters. Okay, I look at bulletin board material. I see what people are talking about. That matters. I think the Browns will win this game 28-20 to and get to the divisional round of the playoffs. So there you go. Picking with my heart with Washington. I don't I think they will I think they win. Honestly. I think Tampa Bay might, but this is a bad matchup. This is a league of matchups. Where do the matchups come in? Who will be the more comfortable quarterback? I think it might be Alex Smith in that game. So I'm just saying. I mean, 
thinking about it, I, I'm taking in the set in the Sunday games. I'm taking uh, Tennessee plus three and a half, Saints minus ten, Browns plus six. Sunday, I'm taking Bills minus six and a half, Rams plus three, uh, Washington plus eight. So there you go. So so based on my predictions, that would mean that the divisional round would be Bills taking on uh, Cleveland. Bills and Browns would face off in the playoffs. Titans would uh, play, I think, I guess Kansas City. Tennessee and Kansas City. Am I wrong on that? I think, no, yes, they would. Um, and then, so there would be that. And then in the NFC, it would be uh, Seahawks and Washington. No, Seahawks and Saints and Packers and Washington. So that would be the next round of the playoffs. I, I'm still getting used to all this new playoff formatting. It's very new. Only one home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. Um, only one team of the bye. Uh, I don't care who plays Kansas City next week. I'm just saying that Kansas City will win the game and make the AFC Championship game because Andy Reid's one of the best coaches off the of bye. And Patrick Mahomes will have had three weeks rest. Okay, he'll be a little rusty, but I believe in him. I believe that the Chiefs will make it to the AFC Championship, and I think the team they'll play uh, would be Buffalo because Buffalo would play the Browns, and I think Buffalo wins that game. Uh, Titans and Chiefs, I think, is a bad matchup for Tennessee. Uh, Kansas City can just throw over the top all over them. They could beat them in a shootout. I like the Kansas City Chiefs. And then in the NFC Divisional Round, Green Bay would beat Washington. Uh, Seahawks, or the Saints would beat Seattle. So it would be Packers, Saints in the NFC, and then in the NFC Championship, and it would be Bills, Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So, yeah, I'm picking the top two seeds to make the conference championship, and I think that the Packers would beat New Orleans. They've already done it. I think they would do it again. And I think that Buffalo would beat Kansas City because Kansas City, I think Buffalo is just a slightly better version of Kansas City. Explosive offense, but defensively, Buffalo is a little bit better. Um, and then I would probably, it's Buffalo and Green Bay. I, I don't know. I might take Buffalo to win the Super Bowl at that point. Come on, they've got everything you need. They're like, Josh Allen's got the strongest arm in the league. It would be one of the best quarterback matchups in the history of the Super Bowl. Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes. Oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. Not going to predict it yet. I, I I mean, that's not my final prediction, but I'm just saying. that the, I'm looking at it right now, and that could be a possibility. All right, so... Uh, disagree with my picks, let me know, uh, at Jacob Valier, at J-A-C-O-B-V-E-L-L-I-E-R-E, sorry, and, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. We will reconvene Monday to talk about the games, but until then, I'm your host, Jacob Valier. Enjoy Wild Card Weekend. Monday, we'll also talk National Championship game, which will be on Monday, so I will not get too into it until then, but until then, everybody have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy the games, and we will see you Monday, Jacob Valier, Jadeva Show. Take care.